Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Not desirable. Welcome back to Discographology, where we need your love eight days a week. Uh, we just wrapped up our series uh, of the the twin tone era of the replacements, and next week we're going to have another special palate cleanser episode. Uh, more on that at the end of the show. With the replacements uh, loving us till Friday and uh, calling on Thursday or Wednesday, better still. We thought that we'd go through some of our own favorite songs that feature days of the week. Uh, but before we get into that, um, what, what has everyone been listening to lately? Well, Matt, by the way, I have to point out, you very closely almost said more of that, and then you said more <laughs> on that. So, yes. not close, but no cigar there uh, on the secret word, secret phrase. Um, I've been digging some new music. Uh, and specifically, two new things. Uh, one is a new track by the band Joyce Manor. I don't know if anybody's listened to Joyce Manor before. They're, a, I guess at this point, kind of a veteran um, pop-punk emo kind of act. Uh, they've been around for a while. Um, they just put out a new song, though, called Gotta Let It Go. It's their first single from uh, their album that's going to be coming out here soon. And actually, the video is kind of interesting because it has a Springfield connection. I was watching it, which actually, let me just play a little clip of it here first. The song, that is, Gotta Let It Go by Joyce Manor. So it's pretty it's pretty close to what they've done before and uh but I, I like what they've done before. Uh, the Springfield connection is the video is actually directed by a guy named Mason Mercer who's from our hometown here and he was the gentleman I think I've mentioned before he was he plays guitar in Citizen now um but had been in some bands around this area including uh I believe helped own a venue one time that Blake you and I played I know and maybe Logan you might have played it at Which some point, venue? it was the one over there on Division that had the stage that was at like head height. So when you're up oh. on it, like you were basically standing on top of everyone's head, it was so high. <laughs> it was like a DIY. It wasn't DIY the one made venue. out of milk crates, was it? Yeah, well, no, it wasn't crates? the milk no. crate venue. It was a different one, but it was a <laughs> DIY venue and uh, uh, kind of in a, a strip mall there. I, I wish I know right where that was, Josh. I yeah. wish I could have gone because I'm sure that that's just such a you know, it's such a weird spot for a venue, just kind of out in an industrial park uh, on well, division. On division, it was like really far west. Division. We're getting I we're getting no into some Springfield uh, specific lore. lore here. We're like I don't remember. You go this. out west division uh, or east division. You're right. Uh, yeah, it was. 
It wasn't that it didn't last very long. Okay. But anyway, uh, Mason Mercer helped run that venue, and then now is in Citizen. But he directed the new Joyce Banner video. You should okay. check it out. The we got a few. I'm sorry to keep going no, off. Yeah, on Springfield. Yeah. we got a few, a few big time Springfieldian music video directors. Yeah, it's we're a breeding ground for video <laughs> directors somehow. Yeah. Uh, the oh, other come thing, on, guys, I don't, I don't like to brag. <laughs> the other thing I've been uh, I've been digging on is the new Father John Misty album, which I picked up last week called Chloe in the Next 20th Century. And I've listened to Father John Misty before and liked a few songs here or there. I played one on, on this show uh, for our name drop mm-hmm. episode a few episodes back. But this album, for whatever reason, has grabbed me more than any of his previous stuff. It's got a lot of string arrangements on it, and it some of them are almost John Bryan-esque. Um, when we did our Fiona Apple series, talked a little bit about John Bryan and his work scoring Paul Thomas Anderson movies and such, and then also producing some Fiona Apple but this new Father John Misty, I, I thought it was that way up. Let me see what you guys think, if you can hear the, the John Bryan-ness here. Yep, sounds like an old-timey orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably what it is. But it's a pump I, I organ. The, yeah, the guy doing this, the arrangements is somebody named Drew Erickson. I've, I've never heard of this guy. His credits are like, he did some Lana Del Rey, I guess, at some point. That's hmm. about all I saw that was of note. Uh, but I think the arrangements on it are awesome. And, of course, his songwriting is always really good. Um very much a lot of nods to kind of Randy Newman or Harry Nielsen, although I think he, he leans more into the the strings this time around and, and does less of the kind of Randy Newman thing. But uh, yeah, that's what I've been listening to lately. What about, what about I you have guys? thoughts. I have thoughts. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, are you going to bring them no, up when I you mean, talk about them or you want to no, bring them up? I, yeah, I'm just going to. Go for it, Logan. I, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I have thoughts when I get to on that okay. album. When, I get when to we get around okay. to you, we'll... I'll, I want to hear your thoughts on the new Father John Misty. Uh, uh, Matt, what have you been listening to? Uh, Well, um, I think we must uh, sadly note the the passing of of Taylor Hawkins uh, of late, um, at least as of this recording. So in in light of that, uh, I I did a double feature. I did uh, uh, There's Nothing Left to Lose, followed by One by One, uh, the the third and fourth Foo Fighters uh, albums, um, and nothing left to lose. Fe- you know, the first to feature uh, Taylor Hawkins, um, and, and for for as big of a you know Foo Fighters fan as I am, I, I those were ones that I'd actually not sat down and and listened the whole way through. I, I didn't ever have them on CD, which uh, you know was was kind of accounted for my um uh for my blind spot i i I fell off the the foo wagon um for a little while before picking up in your honor uh a little little bit older a little bit past when these came came out but um it, it was you know it was good i i enjoyed it um i was surprised to find that i liked 
one by one uh, more as an album than uh, nothing left to lose. And, you know, that that's going to kind of I'm going to have more thoughts on on this era of Foo Fighters uh, coming up uh, next week. But uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's definitely a, a, a kind of a somber or bummer reason to uh uh, to to pull out these two records, but you know, definitely yeah. wanted to wanted to put, to pay tribute. Um, also, been listening to a little bit of new music uh, just today. Started dipping into. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Wet Leg. Have has this come My up on the show? My wife won't shut up about. Them. Okay, I. <laughs> uh, Br- British uh, band been around since 2019. Um, girl vocals, you know, very. I, I feel just decrepit saying this but i but it it remind it kind of feels like a you know kind of mid aughts indie rock throwback uh so yeah you know but but uh, you know enjoying it the songs are kind of a little kind of samey to me but like i said i just you know they'd been on my list for a while and just dipped in uh this very day so uh wet leg uh check it out weirdest name i've heard in a while <laughs> Blake, did you buy anything? What you been listening to? Yeah, catching up on all the stuff we bought. And um, let's see, recently we finally took a trip to stick it in your ear. Uh, actually, this was a tip off from Logan, right? Um, he uh, he gave me a hot tip and a few days later, luckily they were still there. So I got uh, that Ghost Hunter's Moon single that I had been wanting, the 7-inch. And... Um, Time Wave Zero uh, from Blood Incantation, which I was, it's a gorgeous vinyl, um, and I was delighted to find, uh, includes a CD. Yeah. So, harkens back to the days of actually giving people value for that's the- how, That's how you do it. Bang for your buck. That is Whoever's exactly listening, how you do Whoever's listening, that's how you do it. it. <laughs> right? Blood At Incantation, least a, a these CD guys- or a download, something. Yeah. Uh, high res download um the blood incantation guys definitely know their audience uh because they not only do they include a cd uh on the right on the back of the sleeve they list all the members of the band and tell you each and every synthesizer that uh each of them plays on the on this record (laughs) there we go (laughs) there's about 40 vintage synths uh besides that um we Popped on our our uh, Autobahn uh, copy that we recently got, um, and while it sounded really cool, it also sounded really dirty. So I <laughs> probably need to send that one Logan's way uh, asap. Sure. Um, another record we listened to uh, was Ministry's first record with Sympathy, which. I think is awesome. Um, I kind of would like to see what would have happened if Ministry remained a synth pop band. <laughs> Do I still have you? Yeah, we're still here. Oh, sorry. I was listening to your thoughts on Ministry and thinking <laughs> yeah. about how I, I think I know the one Ministry song Matt put on the Halloween mix last year, and that's about it. Hey, I put one oh. on there too. Yeah. Oh, did you put Logan? What did you Logan put, put on put there? One Logan? of the synth pop ones on. Every day is uh, Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know that one too. Okay. What wait, did That's, they do the Jesus Built My Hot Rod then too? Yeah. And okay. and that was that was on the year before's mix, oh, as I okay. recall. Okay. And that was after they became more metal oriented. Um also popped on uh oh a uh, a cool find at Stick It was uh uh 
they happen to have a the Caroline Polachek remix album, which is uh, awesome and I, I guess kind of hard to find. Um, They've been killing it on their selection lately, for sure. Yeah, they had some kick-ass stuff when we went in. Um, way more than we could have reasonably picked up. But uh, they're cool remixes. There's one with uh, Chino on it. Uh, mm. So some really cool people on that record. Ch-ch-ch-chino. um does his name does his name rhyme by the way is it chino marino or is it chino moreno chino marino yeah but it's not his real last name okay i've always (laughs) no i didn't know that any relation to dan or ken (laughs) marino from i think his real name is camille 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 okay Um, so it was interesting his name rhymes chino marino yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Blake. My last no, that's fine. <laughs> has a my lot to do thing. with the music that you <laughs> picked up. Yeah. Well, it's all related. Uh, my last thing I want to shout out that I've been listening to is an artist um, who goes by Dan's CM. Um, so she, for like ten years, she went by the uh, solo project moniker called Computer Magic, and. I don't know what led to it, but recently changed her artist name to Dan's, D-A-N-Z, as in a shortening of Danielle, her name, and then CM attached to that uh, to harken back to computer magic, I guess. Anyway, she's a uh, uh, expert in the history of synthesizers, runs uh, an Instagram account called Synth History that I highly recommend checking out. Hmm. I might have seen that. She's- I. Yeah, they post awesome stuff. Missed opportunity for a synthistry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also a, a synthistry podcast. It's aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I second that. <laughs> Thank there's you a for synth- seconding that. It's synth a- history podcast? There, yeah, she even has done it in podcast form. Um, uh, I wish there were more than two episodes, but I've been listening to one on the history of the Roland Company. Uh pretty awesome anyway turns out that she makes music that is also awesome so check out her she's got a recent lp dan's cm but yeah that's all from me for now sweet uh logan uh what i I know you have john misty thoughts but uh what have you been listening to (laughs) there's something funny to me by the way about calling him john misty (laughs) i know you have thoughts on jonathan misty (laughs) look please father john misty is my father (laughs) senior misty johnny Uh, boy so uh Josh, I, I, you didn't mention this, so I don't know if you've heard it, but I'm, there's a there's a, a band calling themselves Pink Floyd <laughs> that is releasing. <laughs> yeah, I I did I I listened to that for a second. Uh, what are your thoughts on? I was not taken with it, so I I haven't really went back to it at all. Yeah, I don't want to butcher the the name, but they have uh, someone accompanying them. Is is he maybe Ukrainian? I'm. Or... I think he's a Ukrainian guy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I, I listened to that. That was interesting. There's, you know, some Gilmore s- solos in there, but I mean, that's, I don't know. The, it, it's there. Uh, speaking of Pink Floyd, uh, one of the bands that I think can emulate Pink Floyd the best that I've ever heard is surprisingly uh, bassist from Primus, um, Les Claypool. Oh, oh uh, the one with Sean Les- Lennon? 
No, uh, Les Claypool and the Flying Frog Brigade. I think my friend okay. Dylan, my friend Dylan uh, hit me to it a while back, but they covered all of Animals live, mm. and oh my mm. God, Les Claypool, I mean, they sound like Pink Floyd, I mean, and they sound good. Uh, anyway, check that out. Uh that sounds but dope. It is dope. Uh, it, it definitely look up. I think it's Les Claypool and the Flying Frog Brigade uh, do animals. It's sick. But anyway, Primus released a new uh, song called Conspiranoia. And all, that reminded me more of Pink Floyd than that, uh, that Pink Floyd song, Hey, Rise Up. Hey, hey, <laughs> rise up. Uh, so, yeah, that it, it's weird. Uh, it's it's definitely Primus, but it's got some cool, cool stuff in there. Uh, I heard that there's another disaster piece release, uh, Blake, of, I guess, Ooh. some additional Hyperlight Drifter music. Uh, I have it oh. downloaded, but I just haven't listened to it yet, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm meaning to. Um, Interpol released two new songs that oh. I, I checked out, Tony and Something Changed. Uh, something has definitely changed with Interpol. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about that for a long time. I've been, you know, listening because uh, I love Interpol. At least the first three albums or so, uh, I really love. And they just—they're a different band now. Um, and I, I think I'm missing some of that earlier stuff. But I've—I've I've been listening to a bunch of old Interpol. I made myself a playlist, and you know. Uh, Rammstein released another song called Zigzag, and that is pretty cool. It sounds like a craftwork onomatopoeia. Well, yeah. I, I was gonna say uh, whenever I read Zigzag, I immediately thought Rucksack. Rucksack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, they always have these great yep. names. Um, okay, so yeah, I I ch I checked out the Father John Misty album and. I don't know about this one. Uh, there's a couple of memorable tracks on it for me, but I think I fell hard for him on Fear Fun. And yeah. after that, I realized maybe he wasn't the soulmate I was looking for. Yeah, uh, I appreciate his unique takes and his uh, some of the jazzy, Vegasy kind of vibes, though, kind of wear on me a little heavy on me a little bit. Hmm. Uh, it, it's just a little too, sh I don't know. I, I miss the days, I, I, I say this, you know, kids don't do drugs. Uh, but I miss the days of him <laughs> singing about drugs and just being, yeah. you know, wild. And I'm, Fear Fun is where it's at for me. Uh, but there's some cool tracks on there. Um, I've also spent a lot of time making a Twin Peaks playlist and not with music from the show. Just um, you. But more of a uh, Twin Peaks vibe um, and, and oh, loosely okay. connected. Uh, kind of a challenge myself kind of thing, but I don't really know what to do with it. Um, can Put you it tell on YouTube. Us, uh, give us an idea of what's on it? Um, there's probably not. Uh, I'm still kind of <laughs> messing around with the, the, the order of it I'm and everything. There's a you lot of made, good You good made me a on CD there. one time that was kind of like i think it actually was twin peaks yeah stuff but well you had asked it, it me was to, a mix yeah, of you, a lot of things that was related to that um yeah i have yeah. that somewhere i think in a binder um, julie cruz and such yeah um but the new vinyl has has been going pretty pretty well i guess it's been a while since we talked but i got the these arms are snakes new uh b-sides and covers album 
uh, duct tape and shivering crows, which has a, uh, their cover of Nirvana's heart shaped box and hmm. the lost sounds energy drink, uh, and the long way home. I think that's what it's called. Um, but it's on one eyed Jack vinyl for all you. Speaking of twin peaks. Yeah. Twin, Speaking <laughs> of twin peaks. So I had to get there's, and it's limited to like 500. Um, so I got that. Uh, VMP sent me The Strokes, Room on Fire from 2003. Ooh. And that's the first time I've listened to that album. And it was good. Oh. It was good. Um, I need to go give it a second whirl. Um, also, I got a very cool thing directly from the Smashing Pumpkins, released a live show from Kawasaki, <laughs> Japan, uh from 1992 uh and it rules <laughs> it's it's got a ton of the you know all the cool cool tracks that you want to hear uh drown i'm sure is i think i think is on there and a bunch of siamese tracks and some gish tracks so it's it's definitely cool i definitely picked up that blood incantation uh i really dig side nice. side two of that i i find yeah. myself listening to side two quite a bit um, today I also got Positronic Neural Pathways from Steve Moore, which he's one half of Zombie, and I think this okay. is a he finally I've put heard this that out. name Steve Moore. Yeah, he's he did the oh, uh, keyboard solo for Miasma on the Ghost album, um, yeah. Prequel, and. Speaking of Ghost, I got their album from like Target Online, super cheap. Uh, their album Meliora. And nice. so, did it come with the slip map? Because mine did, and it slaps. Uh, no, my uh, um, Impera came with a slip mat, I think. Oh, right, right, right. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, Impera. But the Meliora came with bonus tracks like Square Hammer and like a couple covers or something like oh. that. Oh, that's mine cool. did not. So, uh, yeah, it was super cheap at, at Target, but uh, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. I, I sorry, that was nice. a lot, but just no, no, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's lots of good new stuff. Uh, you know, it's always good to uh, you know find new directions uh, to go in um, to to kind of keep keep things moving, keep you moving throughout the week. Uh, today is is Thursday. Um, that's that's when we record, and and as I said up top. Uh, we are going to go through some of our favorite songs about days of the week, or or at least you know just interesting songs that that we that we like. Um, uh, Josh, do you want to lead us off? Um, sure. Can so, I do a theme? Can I do a drop theme song? Yes. Yeah, yes. Do a theme. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Please. This is the drop I found for a theme song to days of the week. Hey, they stole my song. That's it. <laughs> I wrote a song really? like that one time. Yeah. Oh, I, just, and it I thought just it was an actual over. song that you, okay. No, I, it was a joke song. <laughs> it was just me repeating the days of the week over and over. Like big trucks? Okay. Yeah. So my uh, my number five favorite days of the new song is Touch, Peel, Stand from their <laughs> wait, wait a second. Did you say days of the new? Okay. Here's, okay. A, here's a little bit of this one for you guys. So this is Touch Peel Stand, 1997. What? God damn it. You, yeah. You didn't understand the assignment. What are you talking about? 
guys don't like touch feel stand? We were looking for we were looking for days of the week. You what days of the new? You mean I don't get to talk about the 1997 self-titled Days of the New album or the 1999 self-titled Days of the New album or the 2007 self-titled Days of the New album? That's right. All three of their albums are self-titled. Are they... We shall not speak of them until... They are uh, spoken of. They are not, Blake. I was. I had to listen to Days in the New jo- for this joke, guys. Um, oh, just really. FYI. Wow. And uh, Blake, this is the bit I texted. Blake took one of my options, uh, <laughs> and I texted him. I said, don't worry. I've got a great bit worked up. Your bit is to punish me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just I couldn't get over the fact that Days of the New has three albums named the same thing. Like, what are Do they, you know Weezer? Th- Come on. Do you know that that's produced by Scott Litt? Okay, wait, save it for next week. But yeah, I, I just I had to make that joke. Uh, all right, so my actual choices here. Days of the week, not days of the new. Um, I kind of added a challenge for myself. So what I did, so I was like, I'm going to try to find songs that don't say the name of the day in the title. Okay? And okay. I got pretty far with that before I gave up. <laughs> so I actually yeah. only have a couple that are like that. Um, one of the more obvious ones that I'm going to go with is Morrissey, Every Day is Like Sunday, from his 1988 debut album, Viva Hate. Uh, Love Every Day is Like Sunday. It's, uh, it was one of his first singles. It wasn't the first single. I think it was the second one following Suedehead. But it is, uh, you know, if you've heard Solo Morrissey, this is probably the song you've heard. Uh, it is basically about a seaside town that Morrissey finds utterly depressing, um, especially because it's out of season. That's specifically what he has said the song is about. The, the titular line there in the chorus is, every day is like Sunday, every day is silent and gray. It's just a very Morrissey uh, 80s kind of, you know, morose lyric from I'd him. call it warbling. Yeah, I was going to say, if you've sought that out, and then I realized who I'm talking to, and I think I might be the only person <laughs> here the, that I likes Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I st- you know, he, he is what he is these days. Anyway, uh, but I still I still like him. Uh, his music, that is. You like him as a person? Yes, oh. I love Morrissey as a person. No. So every day is like Sunday. And I also think it encapsulates a good feeling, you know? Who who hasn't looked around on a Sunday and been like, this day sucks. It's dre- <laughs> dreary. Uh, another one that was suggested by a coworker of mine, and I have never heard this song, but uh, I think one of our... if Does Bryce listen to us? Does anyone know? I thought so. I don't know. If he does, he's going to appreciate this. A coworker of mine who used to be into real into pop punk suggested a No FX song called "Thank Ooh. God It's Monday," and I looked it up, and it's perfect. This is from their 2000 album "Pump Up the Volume," but uh-huh. volume spelled differently. Here's a little clip of it, and then I'll talk about the lyrics. I'm gonna tell you what I really think I like about Mondays. Could it be like Saturdays when you don't gotta go to work? I wake up when I want to. I do anything I want to do. Can't wait for Tuesday. I really never like Friday. So it's a it's a song about being a musician and how much he loves Mondays because nothing is busy and he can go do things. Whereas Friday and Saturday he has to play shows, <laughs> and so he he hates Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, that was kind of clever, you know. Uh, most people, you know, hate Mondays the other way around. So the the two that I got to that are 
don't have the day of the week in the title. Uh, one is a song that I've enjoyed for a long time and even covered, speaking of our last topic from a, few, a couple weeks ago. Um, this is the song Sister Golden Hair by America. <laughs> Which, yes, I do love Sister Golden Hair. You covered The it. 1975 okay. uh, song from their album Hearts. And, you know, what does it have to do with Days of the Week? Well, the very first lines in the song are this. Well, I tried to make it Sunday But I got so damn depressed That I set my sights on Monday Listen, I know it's a tonal change from No Effects, but I love that song. <laughs> yeah, the, the relevant lyrics there. Well, I tried to make it Sunday, but I got so damn depressed. Uh, apparently, when I was looking up some information on this song, they were trying to make it sound like Jackson Brown, which I was not aware of. And uh, if you didn't know, this song was produced by George Martin, the Beatles producer. Hmm. I did not uh, know that. Speaking of which, my other choice then of a song that talks about the days of the week is the Beatles song, Lady Madonna. And it is very much about days of the week. Uh, Paul McCartney said that the song was him sitting down at the piano trying to write a bluesy boogie-woogie thing, specifically inspired by Fats Domino's song, Blue Monday, not the... <laughs> Not the New Order slash Orgy one. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting if Fats Domino did that. But Blue Monday was a 1956 Fats Domino song about the plight of a working man through each day of the week. So McCartney thought he would make Lady Madonna from a female perspective. Uh, John Lennon helped out with some of the lyrics as well about an exhausted, possibly single mother who's facing a new problem each day of the week. And specifically, this section mentions those days of the week. Also, I don't know if you picked up on it, but the lyrics there, you got Friday night, Sunday morning, Monday. Later, Paul McCartney said, I was writing the words out to learn it for an American TV show, and I realized I missed Saturday. I did every other day of the week, but apparently Saturday must have been a real night out. So, uh, 1968, Lady Madonna, that's my number one choice for favorite song about a day of the week, or days of the week, I should say. You guys were to touch peel stand again? <laughs> My days of the new. Please now. <laughs> well, I finally found a reason. There will be tw- plenty of time for for days of of the new uh, coming up. But um, uh, Blake, wh- what are what are your days of the week? All right, let me run down my my week. I got I got seven here. So uh, Sunday, I'm playing Sunday by Sonic Youth. A 1998 um, classic. Sorry, I, I only have clips for, for one of my things here. But um, any of you familiar with that song, by the way? I am not. I don't believe so. What's it on? It's from A Thousand Leaves, uh, which I believe was 98. It's a really great song, a really moody, um, mid-period Sonic Youth. I don't know what to call it. But it, it has... Um, a music video that was directed by Harmony Corinne and has Macaulay Culkin in it. 
anyway, it's just a good song. Check it out. I should, uh, very distinctive. Um, okay. Moving on to Monday. Um, I'm sorry. It's going to be blue Monday. Um, I've just been very into new orders. Blue Monday. Uh, lately I see it as kind of like the, the prototype of, of the electronic pop song. Um, it's like, it's like everything you want in a, in a sort of synth pop song. Uh, but it's but it's also a, a long form club banger as well, um, and just studying the the gear used on that one is uh, also fascinating. Uh, Tuesday for some reason Tuesday was hard, so most of mine have have it in the title. They're obvious. Skinnerd, like skinnerd. Yeah. See, when I thought of Tuesday, on, the only thing that came to mind was that stupid song. But I was like, no, I'm only going to choose things that I actually know and enjoy. Um, so I chose a song called See You Next Tuesday by <laughs> Kesha. I listened to that today. In a, inappropriate? Really? <laughs> well, um, in, in preparation for th- this, oh, okay. this show, just kind of, you know, see, yeah. seeing what, what else was out there. But yeah, that, that's a fun right. track. I, I like Kesha. Yeah. I, I am a little, little bit of a first few Kesha records stan over here. Um, there's some of the, some of the most fun fun shit that's ever been done. Um, check out See You Next Tuesday, though. Uh, perfectly innocent title. Uh, Wednesday is the one that I stole right out from under Josh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> we got even, a great he, Days of the New bit out of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how one leads to the other, for sure. <laughs> He he did he gave us advance warning that he was doing this and I still did it like a dummy but I got a clip so my Wednesday uh, is from the song Business Time by <laughs> an old favorite of mine Flight of the Concords and here's the clip in question Girl tonight we're gonna make love You know how I know baby cuz it's Wednesday <laughs> And Wednesday night is the night that we make love Tuesday night's the night that we go and visit your mother, but Wednesday night is the night that we make love. So yeah, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night is business time. Have to fix his VCR, or her VCR. <laughs> <laughs> we take the recycling out. It's not part of it, but it's still important. <laughs> uh, moving on to Thursday, I went with the very obvious but um, necessary thursday by morphine we've referenced the fact that my old band covered it um it just i listened to it again last night for the first time in a while and it just really kicks ass and it's some of the best use of rock saxophone i've ever heard um definitely check that one out uh friday was also really hard you think friday wouldn't be hard but um you know poking around it's just like Rebecca Black, Rebecca Black. Uh, should I do Rebecca Black? Like, uh, and then there's some, there's some others that are pretty obvious that maybe I didn't want to steal out from under anyone. But I, I ended up going with the less obvious, and this is kind of just Friday in spirit. I don't think it's Friday explicitly, but it's working for the weekend by Loverboy. Oh, fr- Friday uh, in spirit about- for sure. It, would you call this a party and paycheck track? I think it would. It would be, yeah, as George Clinton yeah. called them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is just that celebration of the working week being over. I guess it would be paycheck uh, and party, right? You get your paycheck <laughs> and then you go work. <laughs> paycheck sure. and party. Sure. I mean, yeah. 
Um, and then finally Saturday, I went with, and I'm sorry if I'm stealing this one from anyone. Also, 10:15 Saturday night, The Cure. Uh-oh. Uh Dun, dun, <laughs> really, dun. a really cool, strange song, and what really draws me to it is that it's about spending your Saturday night. It's about a very mundane Saturday night uh, and being heartbroken. So that's my week. All right. Nice. Well, hold on, hold on. There we go. 15 on a Saturday night And the tap drips under the strip light And I'm sitting in the kitchen sink And the tap drips drip 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 There you go, thief. That's... I know well, this guy's stealing all of them. I Jeez. was like, well, I was like, how many Cure songs will Logan? I, well, <laughs> it did, one. you would think that you'd think that he wouldn't movie. pick the 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 one. <laughs> I didn't know that that was the one. No, it's, you, it's li- not. That's it's the alternate. The one is yeah. Friday. I'm in love, and I ain't right. picking that shit. <laughs> well, I I almost did, but I don't know. Wait, the Cure have I a watched... song about Friday? <laughs> no, no, they don't. Never. Uh, no. Watch. There's like a 1979 live version of that on YouTube where they're playing it at like twice the speed. That is nutty, but really good. Oh, that sounds cool, Logan. Uh, these are the days of your week, or, or you, you tell us what the days of of, of your week are. Like saying uh, through the hourglass, <laughs> they're mostly Saturdays. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> I originally was going to try to do what Blake was doing and and pick one for each day of the week, but I was just having trouble and there was just too many other ones that I already knew that I liked. So uh, anyway, I don't think that you can have a a day of the week playlist without the Bay City Rollers. Also know that from so I married <laughs> so I married. That was the Max first murder. thought I had was Mike Myers <laughs> dancing as the as the dad. Yeah, I've never seen that. I'll have to. Oh, oh it's great. Catch that one. My brother and I used to yell head at each other a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> the old guy's Makes like sense. head. Yeah. He can't sleep because <laughs> he's, he's like he can't sleep face down or he'll suffocate like the elephant man. <laughs> Cry himself <laughs> to sleep on his huge pillow. <laughs> anyway. So, um, then I was thinking about, well, of course you can't have a, a, a playlist without David Bowie on there somewhere. And I was thinking about his song Thursday's child, which was one of the better ones from his album hours. It's one of his later, later albums. When I was Thursday's child. So uh, 
Next, obviously, when I whenever I think of Friday, I I of course think of the Cure, but then I also think of. Oh yeah, your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care, oh yeah, your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care, standing outside on a Friday, living on the edge, cause we all got them hard heads. It seems like we all are waiting for the drive by. I wonder how much influence Jonathan Davis got from that boom because <laughs> Ice Cube was on uh, the Family Values tour yeah and uh, they got a lot of inspiration from Ice Cube so anyway moving on of course uh, there's a misfit song which uh, a lot of people for some reason aren't a fan of the uh, Michael Graves era misfits but I think that some of their best output and most uh, um best produced and some of my favorite but saturday night by the misfits I love that song. Uh, the six eight, it, uh, the guitars are just so heavy and and just pushed. And uh, Michael Graves' voice, uh, it's so so good. And that key change that he goes into, I don't know, love it, love it, love it. So next, uh, this one uh, is kind of funny because I'll, I remember for this is appropriate because I guess this weekend is Easter. And one Easter, the Easter Bunny left me a no doubt Tragic Kingdom uh, <laughs> CD. Happy Easter! And uh, so I received that on Sunday morning. That's a really fun song. I love that's that. That's a one. great track. That, yeah, um, that is probably such my a favorite great song on that album, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's kind of a hit. Yeah, it's a hidden gem on that album for sure. Um, I saw them do that live on like my little 13 inch TV on like, you know, Carson Daly or something. It was, it was super late, I remember. And I, I was really surprised at, at how good it was, um, even at 10 or however, however, however all that old I would have been when that came out. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that are good, um, you know, of course, Blue Monday is a, a track that we've talked about so far, um, but I can't help but pick Orgy's uh, cover of Blue Monday because <laughs> it, it rules. If if you, being a fan of the original song and then hearing that, uh, I was blown away as, you know, a teenager. It was just what I wanted to hear, and I thought it was I'm good. Hot take here, but I think it was. It sounded like better produced, and it just sounded edited down a little bit and a little bit sharper. Um, We're gonna get death threats. I don't care. I don't care. From New Order some, stands. Some will, I'm not. They'll be from me. No, I love New Order. I'm a, was a New Order fan before I was ever an Orgy fan. Uh, my uncle got me into New Order at a very young age. So. Does it feel to treat me like you do? 
But this is how you do covers, for one thing. And speaking of covers and our and bad covers, <laughs> this is one of the first covers I ever did uh, with my f- mm. my first band, and I. I wasn't the singer of that band, but I got to sing one song, and I I picked this one to cover, which was not like anything else we were doing, of course. Um, but I remember whenever playing it, like kids would definitely know what it was, and they would just flip out. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun, and it was something that I could sing that was in my range. So that's um, yeah, orgy, Blue Monday. Um, also, of course. Speaking of covers, and uh, this is also a cover of U2's Sunday Bloody Sunday, but it's Saul Williams. Of course, that is produced by Trent Reznor, um, and I, he's Saul Williams is uh, he was a poet and or is a poet, and I remember seeing him open for the Mars Volta and just <laughs> doing his poetry, and it was amazing. Like, oh wow! It was like I was like, man, how are we gonna watch a guy do poetry before the <laughs> Mars Volta? Like I was all bummed about it. Like I was like, man, this yeah. is gonna suck. Like I don't want to. <laughs> but when he got up totally commanded the stage and every like he was so good and everyone was just going nuts for him uh so i guess he ended up getting that uh record together with trent reznor and so i think that's pretty cool and uh yeah so i'm gonna stop there and those are my nice my weekday songs or in now, Logan Matt, songs, you're, you're also required to mention a Blue Monday. We've all mentioned <laughs> a Blue Monday version. Um, yeah, I, true. The the only thing I can add uh, to the Blue Monday discourse is I, Logan, I, I tend to also share your affinity for the the orgy version, perhaps even over the uh, the the new order version. You know, when I think of Blue Monday, it's usually the, that's the first one that that comes to mind. Uh, for Not me. Fats Domino, but <laughs> was. <laughs> Was that in Twelve Monkeys? I I feel like that that uh, Blue Monday um, Fats Domino song m- might have been in. 12 I have Monkeys. I've never even heard it. I I'm now looking though to see if there's any other versions of Blue Monday, and there's a few <laughs> other artists that have songs called Blue Monday, but I don't know what they what they are. Anyway, well, Matt, what are your days I, of the week songs? I'm I'm curious if 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 you guys also you know found that kind of the distribution of songs you know there, there's some some days of the week that that get more love uh th- than others um you know we've we've mentioned several mondays and i, I kind of get to, to bat clean up here my my number one choice um is uh, a song from way way back you know chi- childhood days my parents had a cassette tape of the mamas and the papas and uh and you know, circa Matt, circa nineteen ninety one or two, thought that that Monday Monday was was quite the uh, quite the jam. And you know, I, I think it's think that's still a a good track. Monday Monday, can't trust that day. Monday Monday, sometimes it just turns out that way. Also in uh, 
in that vein is uh, we've got rainy days and Mondays. There's a lot of love for Mondays. It feel it feels like you know Mondays is a bit of, a bit of a melancholy uh, day to to sing about. You know, manic Monday, of course. Um, we we've mentioned uh, mentioned that before. Uh, speaking of mi- Minneapolis. Uh, but uh, finally, the one that that I was kind of even surprised by was uh, "Boomtown Rats." I don't like Mondays. I, I guess I, I I knew that song. Um, I, I know it had been in a movie at, at some point. I can't recall what what movie I'm thinking of, but I, I didn't know that 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 was Bob Geldof. Uh, speaking of of Pink Floyd, but uh, but yeah, lo- lots lots of love for Monday. Um, some wait, 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 hold on. Do you know the story of that song, though? Yeah, uh, vaguely. I know that it is in was inspired by a, a shooting in yeah, San a- Diego, and and uh, Bob Geldof was actually kind of regretful of of perhaps drawing attention to to the event or yeah, Alan, Alan Jacksoning it. When they asked the woman why she, it was an elementary school shooting in San Diego. And when they asked the woman who did it, who was uh, a 16 year old girl, why she did it, she said, I don't like uh, Mondays. So that was what inspired the song by Boof. Oh man! Well, uh, mo- moving on. Uh, uh, Tuesday, um, decent amount of love for Tuesday. It seems uh, I-, I had also found that. Uh, See you next Tuesday uh, from from Kesha, um, Logan. You, you mentioned um, David Bowie's Thursday. I don't know if you guys uh, found "Love You Till Tuesday" by David Bowie. It was, um, I think, it's off of his debut. Um, you know, still very kind of pop British '60s uh, sound. It, it's it's a trip. Ruby Tuesday as well. That's kind of I feel like that's kind of more of a name than uh, than a day of the week. But uh, but my pick for Tuesday is uh, Tuesday Afternoon by the Moody Blues. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, Wednesday. Um, Wednesday for me was probably the toughest one. Um, I'm I'm going with Wednesday morning 3 a.m. by Simon and Garfunkel um, off of the uh, the the also titled album Wednesday morning uh, 3 a.m. You know, definitely kind of right where you want to be with with early Simon and Garfunkel, which is a good place to be. And then um, thir- uh, Blake, uh, I also had Thursday by Morphine. I I, f- I feel like it nice. kind of. Uh, uh, kind of, kind of, you know, rules that, that category, but, but it's I did like gimme. that. I did like that Thursday's child. I'd not heard that Logan. And, and even in, even in the David Bowie in that era, like almost transcends that, that production style. I feel like it's just so good that you don't yeah. even think about, no. you know, kind of ha- how arch eighties it sounds. Um, Friday I'm picking Friday. I'm in love. It was in our wedding, um, which was on a Friday. Uh, so that that's that's my choice there. Um, Saturday night, um, we're back to more choices here. Um, I had Bay City Rollers down um, Saturday in the park by Chicago. Um, oh, yeah. The first well, the first one I thought of was Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting uh, by Elton John. That was also a cassette tape. Do you, that, do you actually like that song? I mean, it's oh, it's God. pretty good. It's okay. Like it, it's kind of. <laughs> It's a catchy song. 
so many better, better Elton John songs than that. Oh, one. I, sorry, I'm shitting I on your agree. choice, Matt. But no, just, no, 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 no. I mean, look, I, I it's not as bad as Philadelphia Freedom. I think Philadelphia Freedom is worse, actually, as a song. Huh? I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I might like Philadelphia Freedom oh, better. But yeah. anyway, um, but but my my honorable mention for uh, for Saturday is uh, the entire record Saturday Night Wrist by the Deftones. So oh, I, I kind of oh. kind of cheated a little. Oh. Oh, well, I know we could do that. Uh, you know, um, that that's with lead just singer my... Chino Marino. <laughs> with, yeah, with, with Chino Marino, <laughs> and Marino. also um, from my days at the metal shop, uh, Louisiana Saturday Night. I don't know if you guys know that 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 country song. I'm sure it's 30 years old by now, but um, and a just, little you bit know. of chicken fries. <laughs> Is it that one? <laughs> No, it is Cold not. Beer on a Friday night, he it says. <laughs> he does say that in that song. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not conversing enough with, uh, with a lot of country music, but I'm, I'm sure that there are, uh, you know, a, a great number of, of weekend, oh, yeah. uh, weekend themed, uh, country songs, and um, I, I, I'm gonna end my week on Sunday with uh, the, the very chill, very evocative of its subject matter, at least for me, because uh, I'm sleeping in and hanging out on Sunday mornings. Uh, but Sunday morning by the Velvet Underground. It I knew you were going to do in. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to go with that one. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's a good choice. It's a, good but, um, it's a very good one. But those are our days of the week um if if you have favorites that we didn't you know that we didn't get please you know by all means uh we, we like this game that's why we uh did it on the show uh so so get at us um with with, with your favorites as well and uh coming up next week wait, wait, wait. don't say oh. what's coming up next week can we just drop a hint instead of what's gonna come next what? week we're we just teasing this just what's going teasing on? it yeah i have a hint uh, Size is that does okay, matter. Matt? It's your, <laughs> it's your choice, this summer. Matt, but J- Josh, Josh wants to edge for the ne- uh, edge the next show. Uh, yes, <laughs> oh, what, what, don't uh, say that. Here's here's my hint. Here's my hint. All right, that's my hint. Join us We're next week Kong? for uh, for uh, nondescript roaring noise. <laughs> um, Unplaceable. <laughs> please, please. Uh, don't. <laughs> We're taking is. the drops. That's already a drops away from Josh. <laughs> large <laughs> hint. It's very large. It's a large it's big. hint. Big. Please hint. join us next week. Find out whether or not we take Josh's drops away. <laughs> and until then, don't forget to listen to music. Yeah. See you next time. Okay. I'm still doing drops, guys. Can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs>